you are so malleable. You are so flexible. You can absolutely change within an instant. I believe that the opposite of depression, it's not happiness, it's purpose. I believe that every single person has something unique to contribute to the world. And that's why I wanted to create a show called Don't Keep Your Day Job. Don't Keep Your Day Job is about figuring out what it is that you were here to do in this world that only you can do to make the world more whole, more beautiful, and to stop selling yourself short and to stop sitting it out and to figure out how to take this thing you love, whether it's art or music or screenwriting or dance or baking, and how do you weave this thing that you love into a life that you get to contribute, that you get to do what you love full time because it's not just about business, it's about contribution, it's about meaning. That is what we seek. That is what we truly want. And you absolutely are here to serve the world. And I want to help you figure out just how much value you have inside of you. And every single week, we're going to be talking to people who have something to add to help you get out of your own way, to help you be more successful, to help you be the truest expression of you. My name is Kathy Heller. I'm so glad that you're here. Let's dive in. This episode is brought to you by Lola, founded for women by women, bringing you 100% feminine care organic products. For 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter dream job to get started. We're also supported by Experian. Experian Boost can potentially help you establish or increase your access to credit. Boost your FICO score instantly for free. Boost is only available at experian.com slash dreamjob. Also, thanks to NetSuite, the business management software that handles every aspect of your business in an easy-to-use cloud platform, giving you the visibility and control you need to grow. NetSuite is offering you valuable insights with a free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash dreamjob. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. So, so much is going on. I'm actually coming to you right now from Florida. I'm on vacation. It's been such a mix of things. I don't know about you, but whenever you're with your family, do you ever have some of that old family drama? Um, We definitely had our share of some of that. And I really want to get into that with you guys and another episode because deep stuff in there, um, some really personal stuff for me. I'm still processing it. So give me a few days and then um, I'll circle back and maybe get into some of that if uh, if you're curious. But aside from that, there's so much magic here. We're staying at the Boca Raton Resort. It's unbelievably peaceful here. So majestic. In fact, I've been enjoying it so much that I want to do an event here. Would you guys like to join me here? I want to make that happen. We've just been spending days in the sun. It's just been peaceful. It's paradise here. Today, I went and got a spa treatment and I had this amazing thing they call this ritual bath. They draw you a bath. They give you like this scrub, this little sorbet. Then you go into this plunge pool where there's this like deluge that comes down on your back. The most incredible massage of water you've ever experienced. Then you go into the hot tub. Then I had just an awesome massage. But this spa is truly the most incredible spa I've ever been to. It's just been amazing. The sunsets are breathtaking. There's this eighth floor in the Yacht Club where you can see these panoramic views. You guys have to experience this. If you're looking for a place to go on your next vacation, especially during winter or spring when Florida is an incredible refuge from cold places, check it out because it's amazing. Boca Raton Resort and Club. 
just unbelievable. If you want to see some pics, uh, I'll post some in the Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group if you want to see. Um, I posted a couple on my Instagram. So the hotel has been amazing. It's been really good to come back here. I just feel like I downshifted gears like three notches and just really been present with my family, just really enjoying the moments. You know, the other thing I just wanted to mention is that every season has a different energy, right? Like we know that summer has a different energy than winter. And people talk about like, oh, what sign are you? You're a Gemini. Oh, you might be more like this. Or if you're a Virgo, you might be more like this. So there's something to the seasons and the way they feel. And right now in this season of spring, whether you celebrate Easter or Passover, or you just get this urge to do spring cleaning, the energy right now is a feeling of rebirth. And right now, even though we can do this at any time in the year, we have an opportunity to shed things that weigh us down in a different way that's even more palpable. We have an opportunity to let go of the habits that don't serve us and to set ourselves free. It's a time to really Marie Kondo our limiting beliefs, any behaviors that keep us stuck, and all of the things that get in the way of us being our highest self. So my wish for each one of us in this season is to be free of all the things that really keep us from who we want to be every single day. Another super exciting thing that happened is at the hotel, Macmillan, my publisher, St. Martin's Press, they sent me my very first advanced copy of the book. I was holding it in my hands and it was just amazing. I started crying and then I went through just like the very typical creative process, which is I read it cover to cover and I was like, you know, marking things in the margins and I was feeling really anxious. I want it to be the best it can be. And I called my publisher and I was almost in tears and I said, oh my goodness, I want to rewrite this. I want to change this. And she said, Kathy, take a deep breath. You've spent almost two years on this book. And she said, by the way, I just got a note from our proofreader who doesn't usually do this, but wanted me to know that he thought the book was excellent and filled with a lot of substance. And she said, maybe you're just being so critical. And I wanted to share that with you because we talk about this all the time, overthinking things and wanting things to be the most perfect that they can be. And that really keeps us stuck. And you know, with the process of this book, there was a certain time where they said enough, like you can't keep working on it. It's due. You got to turn it in wherever it is. And there's anxiety there because we always can improve things. There's always a way to go back and just make one paragraph a little stronger or to clarify something. So I just wanted to say I, I completely empathize with that. And I wanted to share that process with you. Um, but I went back the next day after I spoke with her and I read it again with more loving eyes. And it really is a beautiful book. And I poured my heart out in it. And I shared pieces of my personal journey, which I haven't shared all of on the show. And I shared every piece of wisdom and every tool, both practical as well as mindset stuff, things that will really help you. And it's like my love letter to you. Now, we extended the deadline to May 1st for all of the bonuses. We were getting emails from people who had been listening to previous episodes saying, am I too late to get in on those master classes? So if you buy the book by May 1st, you're going to get six weeks of coaching in a private Facebook group. You're going to get entered into a raffle 
to be chosen for a one-on-one coaching session. You'll also be given the opportunity to take one of three free masterclasses. I'll be doing a, a free masterclass on how to create a successful podcast, another one on how to create a successful online course, and finally, uh, a free masterclass on what are the three essential steps to turn your passion into a profit. And I'm so excited to do those teachings. I love getting to do those kinds of trainings and really doing a deep dive. So buy the book by May 1st. That is your ticket into all of those awesome bonuses. If you want, you can buy two copies and get one for a friend and send us their information. You can email us their information and that will get them a ticket into all those bonuses. So such a good deal because there's tremendous value packed into six weeks of coaching and all of those trainings. And it'll all be yours for the cost of the book, which will be around 20 bucks. Whether you get the audio version or you get the hardcover, you can get it through Barnes and Noble or Amazon. Just go to don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash book and you can go ahead and get your copy there. Thank you so much for supporting me. It means the world. And I cannot wait to share with you today's episode. Today, we have the extraordinary Todd Herman on the show. He has spent decades as a coach and advisor to Olympic athletes, elite performers, members of royal families, and high-achieving entrepreneurs. He's also the best-selling author of this incredible book, The Alter Ego Effect, which really digs into this groundbreaking concept that truly already innate within us is something so powerful. We have already the traits that we need in order to achieve everything. And he's going to get into that today and help you understand that. He's also the creator of the 90 day year program, which helps over 200,000 professionals every year, get clarity on their goals and level up their businesses. And what's even more amazing about Todd's story is that everything he's built was out of this need to survive through some really difficult trauma that he experienced as a kid. So I just wanted to give you a heads up that there's going to be some sensitive topics discussed. But I think you'll find that his courage to take this pain and transform it into this movement that's bringing confidence and hope to so many people is so inspiring. And I'm just so honored to have this talk with him. So without further ado, please welcome the one and only Todd Herman. Todd Herman, thank you so much for being on the show today. Kathy Heller, it is a pleasure and I can't wait to jam with you and your crowd. You're just one of those people. You shine such a bright light and I can't wait to just get into this whole story. Yeah, well, um, I grew up on a big farm and ranch in Western Canada. I was a good athlete. Um, any chance I could get to uh, get away from doing any of the farm chores, I was trying to join up with every sports team I possibly could. Pretty competitive kid, played um, at, a, at a high level and um, ended up getting uh, football scholarships and going off and playing college football only wow. lasted a year uh, okay. because I broke up my knee and um, ended up starting a business at the age of 19 uh, hmm. for my 20th birthday. But I sort of fell into starting the, the sports business, the peak athlete, because I was volunteering at a, a high school coaching the defensive backs. And I spent way more time with them you know, talking to them like, listen, you already work really hard. Like you're already doing enough cone drills and wind sprints and things like that. That's not your challenge. Your challenge is that you don't prepare very well. You don't have good routines, all like Mm. very much, you know, the stuff that made me successful, despite the fact that I'm not a physically gifted person. I'm not six foot four and 245 pounds, but I played way bigger than my size. But, um, I would just give them all my kind of, uh, my mental game strategies. And I always, was able to find the zone in flow state, which is that magical place that a lot of people want to get to. It's where 
every ounce of your capabilities comes out of you on that field. Like there's no thought or mind towards what the outcome is. You're just in the process. And I was really good at finding that. And I was good at relaying it to other kids and word kind of spread. And a good friend of mine invited me in to talk to his hockey academy up in Canada. And again, it wasn't paid, which wasn't a business. It was just me. I liked talking about it. And it sort of mushroomed from there. People started asking me to, uh, to work with their kids. And in my head, I was like, is this even such a thing like a mental game coach? And so I thought, you know, what? I'm going to test this out. So the only thing I knew how to do to, as like a, a marketing type thing was speak. So I decided I gave myself a deadline of 90 days. I'm going to do as many speeches as I can in the next three months around the province of Alberta where I grew up. And I'm going to see if you know, I can drum up some business for myself. And mm. so I ended up doing 68 speeches in 90 days. Wow. That was my only focus activity. That was 22 years ago now. And I have barely had to market that business since because I did such focused, concentrated effort. Wow. I basically became so well-known in my province and my referability rate went through the roof. And that's how I started that entire, entire business. Wow. That's so cool. Now, having said that, because people look at the end point right now and they go, okay, well, you know, best-selling author and you work with Olympic athletes and pro athletes and you charge this rate. I paid myself $8.36 an hour. That's what my actual, and I did that for three years. I didn't go and try and scale it immediately. I didn't do group stuff. I did one-on-one. And it's the thing that's made me really elite at what it is that I do because I have done 16,000 plus hours one-on-one with people over the years. So- I've seen it all. I've worked with people all around the world. I've seen different backgrounds. And there are so many common threads that weave everyone together. And one of the ones that I found that weaved the consistent athletes that were playing at a high level was this use of an alter ego. And what does that mean, the alter ego? Let's go into that. You know, all of us, we build up a narrative around who we are, you know, what we think that we're capable of, you know, because we just get layered on with maybe some years of self-doubt. But a phrase I want people to really think about and ruminate on as as a major takeaway of the conversation is human beings, we will always act through whatever we associate ourselves with. Hmm. That's why our identity and shifting someone's identity can be the fastest way to relinquish the strings of resistance that holds many people back. Because the moment that you start acting through a new identity, I don't need to work with you on behavior change. I don't need to work with you on habit change. I don't need to work with you on changing your thinking because you have now just adopted a brand new identity. And the great thing about this is it's built into how we all operate very naturally. Every single person that's listening, Kathy has already used an alter ego or a secret identity. It's what we did when we were kids, when we would jump off the couch and see how far we could jump if we were Batman or Wonder Woman or pretending to be our favorite athlete or pretending to you know, play dress up. And, and it's all that playful, creative imagination that we naturally do as kids. And we're trying on these new ways of thinking playfully where we go, I wonder what I could do if, mm. and yet we start to walk away from it as we grow older and we start to quote unquote act like an adult, which we see what our influences are around us. And we go, Oh, well, adults seem to be more serious and they seem to be more like, you know, agitated and frustrated. And we start to adopt that. And we move away from this super powerful part and gift of what we're given, which is our creative imagination. And an alter ego helps us tap into that where we can in a very short amount of time, start acting to and through a new idea that we're inspired by could be Oprah, could be a lion, 
insert anyone or anything that you're connected with. And what you've just done is you've untethered yourself from your own narrative, what you are currently associating yourself with. And now you're associating yourself with someone and something else that now draws out of you the natural traits that you've already got. So Mm, this isn't about faking something. This is about you actually releasing and activating the things that are naturally there, unencumbered by the narratives that might be stopping people. This is incredibly life-giving. I love what you're saying. What about that thing that everybody has that always comes around that corner and you're like, oh, you're there again, which is imposter syndrome. So everybody's had that feeling where they're, they feel lit up, you know, they come out of a movie and they saw something that inspired them or they go to a Tony Robbins conference and they walk away and they're like, I'm ready to rip it open, step up, make your move. And then three weeks later, they're like, who am I to do this? Like, and you're back to where you were. How do we relinquish the imposter yeah. syndrome. Yeah. So I'm going to get to that in a second, but okay. this, this, this is a question to the listener is, are you willing to challenge some of the existing paradigms or rules that you're currently operating in? Because I can tell you that there are another group of people on the planet that do not operate inside of the same paradigms that many people are peppered with every single day. One of them is this idea of authenticity or the authentic self. There is no such thing as the authentic self because it breaks under the construct of nature. What I mean by that is there is no one self that you actually have. It's one of the most pervasive ideas that robs people of pursuing their goals and their dreams because for the longest time, the psychology world had brought out the idea that the people who are the healthiest mentally identified as having a single identity or a single self. Hmm. Now, in my experience, and I think in everyone's experience, when you really put this to the light of day, that doesn't make any sense because, Kathy, how you show up on this podcast as an educated interviewer, trying to be inquisitive and curious and and really unpack value for people is a different role that you're playing than when you go home with your family. Yep. And so we as human beings, we always are acting in context to a field of play or a role that we're playing. That means we have many selves. And this is a really important paradigm to understand because it relinquishes this idea of the authentic self. It doesn't exist. So if you adopt this new paradigm, which I have literally never heard an extraordinarily successful person ever talk about the terms authentic self or authenticity. Because anyone who's constantly always bursting through comfort zones, always you know, challenging themselves, knows that there's always a reinvention path that's happening. Mm-hmm, I am constantly mm-hmm. shedding the skin or the identity that I have right now in order to serve the new identity so that true. I'm trying to bring to the table. So, so don't bury yourself under the weight of these ideas of authentic self or authenticity. I get what people mean when they say it, and it comes from a good place. Like, you know, because authenticity is, is, is the idea that, you know, I don't want to be doing something to trick or deceive someone. However, most people are tricking and deceiving themselves into thinking that who they're showing up as right now is actually authentic. And so, you know, if you want to live inside that paradigm, then you got to really live inside that paradigm, which means you're going to be beating yourself up constantly, which gets to your question around imposter syndrome. So it's a naturally occurring thing, you know, where you're, Uh, imposter syndrome is that idea that you dismiss away all of your wins in life 
to happenstance, to luck, to right place, right time, to, well, everyone knows that kind of thing. And you don't honor the fact that you've put in the work. Or the other side of it is that you just so doubt yourself that you're so concerned about people finding you out as not having it all together, Mm -hmm. right? Well, no one has got it all figured out in any one moment in time. That's true. But if, if you're trying to bring intentionally your best self to that situation, then that's really all we can be asking of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Then my question for people is, is there another alternative best self that you could be bringing that could actually be an even better self that isn't so tethered to some of that story that you've attached yourself to where you're defining yourself as something. And that's the power of, you know, leveraging an an alter ego or, or a secret identity. It allows you to tap into resources that you didn't even realize that were there. And I'll give you mm-hmm. a great study that, that was done. So there was this uh, study at the University of Minnesota where they brought a bunch of young four to six-year-old children into uh, a room and they gave them this lockbox and they gave them a whole ring of keys to try and unlock the lockbox, mm-hmm. except there was no key that actually opened the lockbox. All the keys didn't work. Mm. And they wanted to see if they would stick with it longer based on what is referred to as self-distancing theory. What I mean by that is if they told them to pretend to be something else or someone else, would they maybe stick it out longer? And mm. the, the two categories were Batman and Dora the Explorer. So that was one. <laughs> so one group would just act it as themselves. They didn't say, hey, act as yourself and try to, they just said, hey, here's some keys, try and unlock this lockbox. Then the next, another group, they said, pretend to be Batman or Dora the Explorer as you unlock this lockbox. And then a third group were given Batman and Dora the Explorer costumes. Mm -hmm. So what were the results? Well, the kids who were just in their plain clothes, they quit sooner than Hmm. the other two groups. Their self-talk would also say things like, I can't get this, or I'm not good at puzzles, or, you know, this is too hard. The people who were on the other end of the spectrum where they were actually embodying the idea of Batman and Dora the Explorer, A, they stuck with it longer than any of the groups. And they would say things like, Dora the Explorer always finds a way, so I'll find a way. Batman yeah. doesn't quit, so I won't quit. Right, right, right. And then the people who just pretended, they definitely outlasted the ones who were just acting as themselves, mm-hmm. but they didn't extend it as long as the ones who were truly embodying the idea, like wearing something. Wow. It's, wow. And, and what that's tapping into is a couple of things. That idea of self-distancing theory where it's no longer you that's failing, it's Batman that's trying it. So now your identity isn't being attacked. You're not mm-hmm. going to layer on the narrative of failure onto you. It's Batman that's acting it out. And it sounds like it's a psychological trick and it 100% is, but it's how our human yeah. brain is wired. The second thing it taps into is this idea um, and phenomenon called enclosed cognition, which is that we as human beings, we attach story and meaning to the clothing that we wear and other people wear. It's like when you see someone walk in with a doctor's coat on, you automatically tell yourself a story in a split second about who that person is, what they're about. You know, the most common things would be, oh, they're successful, they're detail-oriented, they're committed, they must Mm -hmm. be disciplined. Right. Well, we can actually leverage that. And it's been done in studies where they, they brought a bunch of students into a room and they gave them this eye test. They were tracking to see how many mistakes they made and how quickly they were able to get through the test. So they track the information, they leave, bring in another group. This time they give them a white coat and they tell them it's a painter's coat. 
and they do the test. Third group comes in and they give them a doctor's coat or a lab coat, same white coat as the painter's coat. They just told them it was a lab coat or a doctor's coat and they put it on and then they did the test. Well, what are the results? The people who wore the lab coat or doctor's coat, because they now just now enclosed themselves because now they're wearing it in the cognitive traits (laughs) of a doctor or a lab person. They automatically activated inside of them the qualities of being careful, methodical, and detailed. No way. Which then allowed them to do the test in less than half the time and make less than half the mistakes. Oh, my God. Okay, so then what about the painter's coat people? The painter's coat people, they put it on and it didn't change the results at all. Why? Because when they activated, the traits that they activated inside were that of being imaginative, creative and expressive. Those three qualities don't help them with that specific test. Right. So they got the same results as the plainclothes people. Now they reversed the test and they gave, uh, they gave the groups a creative test. And this time when people were wearing the painter's coat, they excelled. People who wore the doctors and lab coat, they didn't excel because Mm. they weren't activating the right traits. And this goes back to the whole idea, authenticity or authentic self. Yep. Oh my gosh. We have a lot more to talk about, but first a quick ad break. The better your credit score, the easier it is to get the things you want or the less you have to pay. And I know so many people who will say, it sounds great, but raising my credit score is so difficult. But now it won't be thanks to Experian. They've launched Experian Boost, which is a brand new way to instantly increase your credit score for free. A higher credit score can help you get access to credit and preferred rates for the things that you want and need in your life. People all across the country have already raised their credit scores with Experian Boost, and now you can too. Experian Boost basically rewards you for being responsible about your finances. It gives you credit for the bills you're already paying through your bank account like water, gas, electric, cable, and cell phone. Plus, Boost is free to use and only available from Experian. For me, it's obviously so helpful to have a great credit score in case I want to lease a new car or we decide to buy a new house. So having something like Boost is really neat because I don't have to wait months to raise my credit score by just a point or two. With Boost, I can increase those credit scores instantly. Experian Boost can potentially help you establish or increase your access to credit. Boost your FICO score instantly for free. Boost is only available at Experian.com slash dreamjob. That's E-X-P-E-R-I-A-N.com slash dream job. So often people will be struggling because people are being told since they're a kid, like, of course, you should go to law school when you grow older. Like, you're good at reading. You're good at solving problems. Da, da, da. Then yeah. they get there and they're like, I'm not really happy. And what it speaks to is that there's so much to us that we leave on the table that we don't explore. Yeah. At what point do we make this decision of who we are and then... How do we develop it? How do we go back in there so that we can experiment and play and see if there's actually so much more to us? How do we begin to figure out truly like what is it that's going to light us up if what we've been telling ourselves is keeping us stuck? Well, when you think about how you found anything in your life that's ever lit you up, yeah, what's the process? If you unpack the process of that, A, you never found what lit you up on the sofa. It is literally right, impossible. <laughs> it's right. impossible for you to ever figure it out cognitively before you've ever experienced it. And one of the reasons why I, I think I'm good at unpacking this stuff is because none of this stuff came naturally to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I came from a world of, uh, of trauma. I kind of gave you the, like, the biographical version of you know, why I ended up getting into my mental game and peak performance you know, training. Uh, company. 
but why I actually pursued the ideas was because I came from an amazing family. But when I was 12 years old, I was at a church camp and I was singled out by two men. And over the course of a couple of days, I was sexually abused by these two oh men. Oh my God. Just very, very different than anything I'd experienced in my entire life. It just absolutely oh wrecked my, my world. And I went home, dropped my duffel bag off at the front door. We had just put a pool in the backyard. Um, and I you know, changed into a bathing suit and tried to commit suicide and drown myself in the pool because I did not want the shame and the guilt. I did not want my parents or any of my siblings to find out. And a lot of it was because, you know, just the indoctrination that, you know, those people did over the course of those two days and, you know, all the different ideas. You're 12 years old. You don't know any better. Um, And so I'm so sorry. That is so awful. I can't even believe I like shudder to think of it. And I'm sure you've told that story a million times and you've done your own therapy and work, but it is just so painful, especially I'm a mom of three kids. You have three kids. Like it just cuts you to the core to think that you experienced five minutes of that. Like it's just... I'm so sorry. Like how unbelievably traumatic. But in the end, so I'm out, I'm out the other side. I would never share this stuff if I hadn't. Because I mean, I actually only shared this um, with my family four months ago, five months ago. It's December 31st, oh 2018 God. was when I, my, my none oh of my, my family God. knew. So, and I only told someone for the very first time uh, less than two years ago because, you know, it was just finally got to the point where um, I needed to get it out. But my pursuit of mental game strategies was out of survival. I was doing it as a way that I could continuously cope and get through my days. And, you know, that's, that's why I became so good at this because I do have a high level of compassion and some people do come from some very tough experiences in, in life. However, I still had this innate desire to want to have my life be something more. And so, you know, I did pursue, like I, you know, I was kind of one of those hard charging type A types, but I had revved the engine in the, uh, the red line of life, you know, for a good chunk of my entire life. Like I was Mm -hmm. doing it despite the fact that I hadn't completely computated the whole experience, but now I'm on the other side of it because it doesn't rule me like it used to. Um, and you know, in the end it did give me a phenomenal superpower, you know, gave me a, you know, phenomenal superpower of having a ton of mental game tools in my back pocket, alter ego being probably my number one thing that I, you know, used with people and not only me, I didn't invent them. They've been around for a very, very, very long time. Wow. No, it's amazing because someone once said to me, you can only help someone out of a well if you've been down there before. Yeah. And what's crazy, though, is that for so long, you have been such a star, such a success, like by any standard, and you internally, like people didn't know that you were your first client. It's just incredibly courageous that you went through this journey, then used that pain, turned it into purpose. And that only recently have you had even more courage to share that because I'm sure that you sharing that was not easy, but you have probably helped so many people even just now from sharing that. So thank you yeah. so much for doing that. I can't even imagine how hard that is. For sure. Um, you know, and it, and it wasn't, I mean, I, it's, I can definitely attest to the fact that, you know, sharing it for the first time didn't make it easier. It was kind of one of those cases of one step forward and about nine steps back. And even like working with professionals and unpacking it, like all these different things that, you know, I found out about myself through the process because you just, you bury certain things. But the, my point for people is, 
we don't need to go to the sidelines because mm -hmm. most of us can't afford to go and become whole and perfect or something like that. We still have to show up for our kids or we still have to pursue our careers. And that for me was, you know, what the alter ego helped me do was get out there untethered from that story, that doubt, that shame, that guilt or whatever, that worry about people finding out about my story. Cause that's, that's what you live with. You're just so concerned that those, you know, demons in your closet are going to be found out by other people. But my alter ego didn't, he didn't live with that narrative. Yep. Um, and so it got me out there to pursue the things that I wanted to do. And this is important because I wanted to tie back to something that you had said earlier about, um, you know, who are you? And I would just encourage that a new question that people ask themselves is not that one. Who are you when you ask yourselves that question or someone asks, who are you? You immediately go to your past because it sounds like there's a narrative there that you need to unpack. Instead, a better way to think about things is what are you? Because now it's talking about form and substance. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, what are you made of? Not who are you, but what are you made of? Everyone wow. tries to say and label the you and the who. Don't. Because that's not the human experience. We are more than just one you. That's why everyone here, the most challenging document you've ever had to write in your entire life is your resume or your about page. Because you know that you're way more than those few bullet points, right? Yeah. That's what makes it challenging. And so don't do that. It's what are you? No, what are you made of? Here's wow. what I know you're made of. A core part of us is creative expression. The thing that makes us unique on the planet is our creative imagination. It's not our ability to love or care for other people. While those are obviously extraordinarily powerful, it's not what mm -hmm. makes us unique though. We are the only ones who can create heavens from hell in our minds and hells from oh heaven. We're the only ones who can create story and narrative around ourselves and other wow. people to create wow. meaning. And so our creative imagination is truly this amazing thing that can also, while it can trap you, it can also set you free. Beautiful. And when we are in our most creative space, it's from the age of zero to seven. And when you think about it, just from a biological standpoint or a scientific standpoint, the ages of zero to seven is when we are from a brainwave state operating mostly in theta brainwave state, which mm -hmm. is theta brainwave state is almost pure creativity. That's why make believe and just, it's so fun. I mean, I've mm -hmm. got three little ones under the age of six. Um, mm -hmm. It's so fun to hear them talk and yeah. play in that because they're just, they're caught in theta and they're great teachers. And so then what happens is we start to elevate as our brain develops, we start to elevate into alpha and beta brainwave states. And, you know, for most adults, we're typically operating in beta, which is high focus. There's a lot of like judgment, reasoning, criticism, then the other sides of it as well. But our creative imagination, when you start tapping into it, brings you into theta, which for me, as someone who's trying to get people to perform at a high level, that's where the zone lives. Yeah. Well, when you're tapping into an alter ego, you're tapping into your creative imagination. And now the reason I was using alter ego so much for people is because it was the fastest way that I could get people into the zone and flow state. Mm -hmm. I love it. And speaking of that theta, I heard someone talking about the science of how that's also when we pick up all of this stuff, like your limiting beliefs. A lot. You are so malleable. You are so flexible. You can absolutely change within an instant. A lot of the issues that you have, because in zero to seven, you're almost under hypnosis also. Like another yeah. part of you is just like a re like you're just a receptor. And so I love that you're saying 
What if you could challenge that paradigm, which comes along in that time as well? And how can people sustain that so that we can continue to, to break free of that initial ego? Okay. So a couple of things there. One, always challenge the idea that it has to be hard. Ooh. Always challenge the idea that it doesn't happen in an instant because I have seen people when they hear the idea and they latch onto it and then they custom build a new identity for themselves inspired by someone and something else shift in an instant and not return. There is a great quote by Cary Grant, the Hollywood kind of golden era actor who encapsulates the idea of an alter ego better than anything I've even said, which is he said, I pretended to be somebody I wanted to be. And I finally became that person or he became me. But at some point in time we met. And the only thing I would change in that is from, I pretended to, I activated the person I wanted to be. And I finally became that person because what I'm trying to encourage people with is that you are the one that truly does get to step up to the wheel on the ship and steer it. And so acting with real intention and saying, no, this is how I most want to be showing up. I want to be showing up as someone who is very confident, who is very articulate, and who is very decisive and acts that way. And acts that way consistently no matter what is happening around me, no matter who is in front of me. Hmm. I truly don't care about impressing people. I care about impressing myself. That's it. And, wow. and I, am, and I, want, to st- I want to stay so rooted in that's the only thing that I can really control. The only thing I can control is how I show up. Whatever someone's takeaway from that experience is, is their takeaway. I'm not here to help someone define who I am. And so I have seen people that are at a point where they are just ready and waiting for a paradigm shift or a concept shift, or they just, they remember that they used to do this and they go, oh my God, that's right. I did do this. And immediately they flip the switch. Now we haven't gone into like unpacking how to do this and the steps or anything like that. And I mean, it's all in the book anyway, but what's most important for me than even giving people the steps on, you know, a podcast like this. And I think it's actually a danger in that if we're always looking for the steps and the how to, and we miss the most important thing, which is the paradigm shift. That's it. That's the stuff that matters. I get it. Like context is everything. And I want to continuously hammer home with people that like, you are so malleable. You are so flexible. You can absolutely change within an instant. It's your willingness to allow that to happen. Are you willing to suspend the disbelief that what you are right now is who you're going to be forever? Mm -hmm. If you are not willing to suspend that disbelief, then it's going to be hard for any strategy, anything that you go and read to ever take hold. Yep. Everything you're saying is so incredible. But before we go on, let's just thank our sponsor. Recently, someone on my team pointed out to me that I've been using separate systems for all these parts of my business, like my lead pages and sales and courses and my email list. That's just way too many systems all over the place. This is how a lot of businesses are. And it's just a big inefficient mess that takes too much time and too many resources, which can make it hard to keep track of your numbers and then makes it difficult for your business to scale. 
Introducing NetSuite by Oracle, the business management software that handles every aspect of your business in an easy-to-use cloud platform, giving you the visibility and control you need to grow. With NetSuite, you save time, money, and unneeded headaches by managing sales, finance, and accounting orders and HR instantly right from your desktop or phone. That's why NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system. And right now, NetSuite is offering you valuable insights with a free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash dreamjob. That's netsuite.com slash dreamjob to download your free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits, netsuite.com slash dreamjob. As I'm getting older, I'm making more of an effort to be more aware of my health and what kinds of products I'm using. And Lola gives women peace of mind about what they're putting into their bodies because Lola products are 100% organic cotton. Unlike most brands, Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, pads, liners, and wipes. Lola makes your month a little bit easier. Your subscription is fully customizable. You can choose your mix of products like organic cotton tampon pads, liners, and wipes, your perfect mix of absorbency, the number of boxes shipped right to your door, and how often they're delivered. Plus, it's super flexible. You can skip, you can change or cancel your subscription at any time. I love how convenient this is. I don't always have a chance to run to the store and stock up on pads or tampons or whatever it is, but Lola keeps me stocked up for the month and delivers everything I need right to my door. It comes in this cute little box and all the items are personalized for my specific needs. And as someone who tries to be conscientious about what I use for my body, Lola keeps me worry-free because it's 100% organic. For 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter code DREAM job when you subscribe. That's mylola.com and enter dream job. When you ask people to step into the person that they want to be, in order to do that, is it something that you say to them, think about a model, like a person in your mind who comes yeah. to you, who you think that's the kind of life I want to lead, someone I admire, someone I respect, someone who's doing yeah. whatever it is, or do you have them just visualize it? And is it something that like we all intuitively know? Sure. Already without yeah. having it being modeled for us? Well, A, if you honored the idea that at your core, you are nothing but creative expression and that mm -hmm. there is a, a genius that lives inside that already has the qualities and attributes ready and waiting to be untapped. I'm not talking wow. skills. I'm not, this is not talking about how, you know, you can pretend to be a maxifacial reconstructive sur surgeon, <laughs> right. you know, right. right now. And all of a sudden you're going to start doing operations. That's not what I'm talking about. But I would be saying to the person who is a surgeon that does reconstructive surgeries, who's just been asked to go and do a speech at his local university on the successful career that he's had and is now really caught up in his own head or her head about how he's going to be perceived and what he should say and all right. that, that, you know, that isn't the person that we want to be bringing to that situation because mm -hmm. you do love your craft. You have put in the work and you want to go in there and inspire people with the story and the passion of, of why you love this so much and, yes. and why you committed a good, good chunk of your life to it. Mm -hmm. So now in that situation, if you don't feel like you're a great speaker, what if you donned, what if you were inspired by going up and Martin Luther King was your inspiration for it or Beautiful. Oprah was your inspiration for it or insert the name of anyone, any character, any fictional yeah. character that yeah. you feel resonant with. And that's the presence that you're bringing to that situation. That's what I'm talking about. And so to I your question, it. people already know this and that's just automatically a paradigm. Like I, I treat people like they already know it because when I do that, it causes the interaction to change. Like if I think I have to teach you it, then 
there's just a different set of languages. But if I'm like, no, 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 you know this. It's yes. just a different way of treating someone. Absolutely. It's not like you have to learn how to do this. You're basically saying, I'm just going to pull it out of you. It's already there. Just you yeah. have to just step into that. Like you, you call it this heroic self, like own that yeah. part of yourself. And we have it all in play as we are signing off, because I don't want to keep you forever because you've been so generous, but I do want to touch on it. I had known about you forever because people have had just such incredible results not only listening to you speak and you guys have to go get his book. It's amazing. But the 90 day year, Todd has this incredible program called the 90 day year, which helps you set goals and achieve things like you wouldn't believe. Can you tell us a little bit about that 90 day year experience and what people can walk away with from that? Yeah, sure. So I was frustrated early on when I got around goal setting stuff that everyone talked about one year, three year, five year type stuff. Oh yeah. It, yeah. I'm a farm kid. Uh, we're fairly pragmatic. We we use nature as our inspiration. Right. Um, you know, 90 day seasons kind of thing. Yeah. And then one of my athletes who was who played a sport that was quite long would always have this huge lull in the middle of his season where his performance would always dip. Hmm. And then he would rise back up at the end. And so I said, well, hey, listen, let's just cut this up into two seasons. And all of a sudden we had a middle of the season goal and then we had an end of the season goal. Brilliant. And it kept his entire attention and performance at a high level. Yeah, and, and then because I, I like bringing science and proof to it, then I started doing a lot more research and study into the uh, attention span, avoidant behavior, procrastination. And it turns out that any goal or project that goes beyond 90 days creates high levels of avoidant behavior and procrastination. Oh my God. Um, and when you take a look at the typical personality makeup of entrepreneurs or athletes and achievers, a lot of them have high rates of um, ADHD, dyslexia. I'm a, I'm a huge dyslexic. I've got ADD. Wow. And so setting a one-year goal is like putting someone into a straitjacket. It just doesn't work for, <laughs> right. for us. Right. right. And so my point is, so I built out this entire system of A, how do you actually find out? Because most people struggle is, what do I actually need to be working on? What's the right goal for me? Because most people, no one here needs a lesson in how to write a goal, right. but it's picking and choosing the right one for you, you know, and that's the struggle. And so what we've done well in the program is create such high degrees of clarity and certainty oh that God. you're choosing the right thing for you to be working on. I use the term field of play all the time. And I'm talking to people like play your yep. own game, you know, play on your own field. And you can hear that expressed even in the way that I was talking about earlier about, you know, like, I'm not going to play the game of caring about what someone else is going to think of me. I'm yeah. going to bring how I want to show up to any field that I'm operating on because it's the way that I want to be operating, you know? Yep. So that whole 90 day year idea is just, is really about creating phenomenal level of constraint, phenomenal levels of focus so that you can not end up building a whole bunch of half-built bridges, but you truly have built bridges to allow, you know, customers to come into your business and products to get out to people. You don't oh overwhelm God. yourself by doing too many things and nothing can rob someone more of their confidence than not completing things. And nothing gives you more confidence than completing something. And when you've completed something, you've learned lessons from it, which now has leveled up your skill set. Oh and God, that's just- so right. It's just a constant, you know, self-fulfilling, great feedback loop of growth. 
I'm sure everybody listening wants to be in, in that now. Can they get in that? <laughs> is it open now? When is it open? Like, how do they get on your list? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if they go to uh, 90dayyear.com or if they go to toddherman.me, um, they can opt in and we do um, enrollments all the time. It's so good. I feel like everybody just got a $5,000 coaching session just from listening in on the on the interview. You're amazing. Well, I'm imagine what they'll get if they end up buying something from me then, yeah, right? Well, they need to. <laughs> they absolutely need to. Like, it's just so amazing. And the last thing that I just wanted to say, because it comes up so much on this podcast, so often creatives get in their own way because they say, how can I be authentic and yet mm -hmm. like sell a product? Like what, what's with the authentic self? Like why is that in the way? Well, and, and, and not only that, but also the answer to the challenge is in the challenge itself. So it's like, how can I be an artist, but also sell at the same time? Put two periods in there. It's how can I be an artist? Question mark. Be an artist. When you're an artist, be an artist. Yep. When you need to go sell, be the salesperson. Those are two different roles. And that's the power of the concepts that I share in the book. And I, you know, I have the model in there and I unpack things, things with frameworks, but it's like, you know, when you're an artist, honor the artist, be the artist, just bring the most heroic version of that artist as you possibly can to that yes. moment, because yes. you're going to be so surprised at what comes out the other side. Love and then that. now you can build an alter ego that so has such great reverence for the artist that it's going to go out there and it's going to sell the phenomenal quality stuff that you have created unabashed and without any resistance whatsoever because it needs to get out there and it's going to be such a champion for your artistry. Mm. And so that's what you then go and build. If that's where your, your struggle is, don't ignore it. So I'll leave you with this. So okay. um, a lot of people know of Joseph Campbell phenomenal man, one of the greatest thinkers of the 20th century. And he gave us all the gift of the hero's journey. Yeah. So I've used the hero's journey model in the way that I coach people because mm -hmm. it's a great of the different steps of the hero's journey. When you're really tracking someone that you're working with, you can know where they are on that path and then what tool or thing that they need next in order to get to the next point. So if someone is afraid to cross the threshold, so to speak, what Joseph Campbell would talk talk about, which is basically entering the cave, making the decision to, you know, leave their job in, in this context and go out and start a side hustle for themselves or whatever the case is, they need to push or you can give them a tool. So I bring all this up because Joseph Campbell's most famous quote that people use all the time is follow your bliss. Mm. And it's such a beautiful idea. Yeah. And Joseph Campbell actually got frustrated with the fact that that was the quote that went um, viral for him yeah. because that's not actually what he said. His real quote is follow your blisters because in your blisters, you'll find your bliss. No so, way. That's the real quote. That's the real quote. So for everyone Crazy. here that is avoiding the resistance, whatever you're avoiding, I'm telling you the best version of you is found in you attacking that because that is the version of you that you'll be most excited about meeting 90 days from now because there is a version of you 90 days from now that is waiting for you on the horizon. You're incredible. And you need oh to God. understand that that person is going to say something to you 90 days from now. Are they going to welcome you with open arms? Are they going to high five you? Or what are they going to do and say, thank you for making the choices that you made on whatever date, 90 days previously, 89, 87, 85, because this is the version that you just got to come and meet. So chase those blisters. Amazing.
You are incredible. It's so life-giving. So thank yeah. you for this. Tell us where we can find you one more time. My home base on the internet is toddherman.me and you've got links to all of my social media stuff from there, Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and everywhere else. And then for the book, if you want to go and get some more information, alteregoeffect.com. Um, there's some videos there and uh, links to everywhere around the web and the world where you can go and buy it. Thank you so much. This is amazing. Thank you. This Tom. is great. So thank you, Kathy. You're the best. That was so powerful. So many incredible mic drop moments. Okay, here are the takeaways. Number one, your alter ego is not about faking it. It's about untethering yourself from your narrative and tapping into the traits you already have. Number two, the idea of an authentic self is a much bigger story than the one you've told yourself. It's a paradigm we have to be willing to relinquish. Number three, don't ask yourself, what are you? Ask yourself, what are you made of? Number four, challenge the idea that change has to be hard. We can decide how we want to act and we can make that transformation in an instant. Number five, only care about impressing yourself, not anyone else. The only thing you can control is how you show up. Number six, there's a genius inside of you waiting to be unleashed. Envision the presence you want to bring and step into it. Number seven, when you're an artist, create art. When it's time to sell, then sell. Honor those parts of yourself when you need them. Number eight, follow your blisters because in your blisters, you'll find your bliss. And number nine, there is a future version of you waiting on the horizon. What can you do today to make that person high five you and say, thank you for the choices you made? I love talking to Todd so much and it reminds me of our discussion at the beginning of this episode where I talked about this energy of spring, of Passover and Easter, this feeling of rebirth and doing this spring cleaning to really let go of whatever's in the way. And I love when he says, we already have this person inside of us, this higher self, the person we want to be, and it doesn't have to be hard. We can tap into that right now. That is just a game changer. I want to remind you, go ahead and pre-order that book right now. You have until May 1st. When you get that book, it's going to be your ticket into six weeks of coaching, free master classes. It's going to enter you into several raffles for one-on-one -on -one coaching, for gift cards, so much good stuff. Not to mention, I'll be choosing five people who pre-order every month between now and October to send you an advanced copy, a handwritten note, and a package of a few of my favorite things. So go ahead, pre-order the book. You'll also be doing something huge for me. It is the biggest way for you to support me. Let's make this book a New York Times bestseller. How amazing will that be? So go ahead, pre-order a book. If you get a copy for your friend or your sister or somebody else who you love, you can send us their information and you can get them in on these bonuses as well if you order them a copy before May 1st as well. Come follow me on Instagram at kathy.heller and let me know what you're up to. I read all my DMs and I respond to as many as I can. You can also join our amazing Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group, which has almost 10,000 incredible people in it. So go ahead and check that out. It would mean the world to me. If you're not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast because there's so many awesome conversations just like this one coming up and I don't want you to miss out. It helps us more than you know when you guys leave a rating. So go ahead and do that if you haven't already. Share the show with a friend. If it's this episode you liked or another episode, take a second right now after you buy the book and share the show. If you want to pre-order the book, you can go to don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash book and you can find all the links there to not only get the book wherever you want, but there you can also enter your information to get the bonuses. Thank you guys for listening. Here's a song of mine. I have so much more to share with you about this trip. I have so much more to share with you about what's going on with me personally, but I will leave that for the next episode. I love you and I'll talk to you on Thursday. The podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit AuthenticShows.com.
Nothing lasts forever. 